Sorry to all my fans. I'm on a golf page, and a lot of these dudes are old weirdos. Real weird. I think I know the man, and, and I've and I love him. We love him. It's not about me. It's all about we. Hey, Blimp Boy, you talked about my mother the wrong way, man. Where's the first tee? What's the course record? I'm ready. This is episode 16. My name is Woody. Today, we have a full house, full deck of cards. We've got the professional scramble partner, Proke, and we also have COVID Pox Ort. <laughs> what up? How you feeling, Ort? Um, felt better. Um, not as bad today, though, as I was this past weekend. Have you eaten anything? <laughs> I've been on steady diet of popsicles and uh, had a pop tart earlier. <laughs> that's it. Like that's that's literally all you've eaten in a couple of days. Uh, I had some noodles yesterday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you're doing better than half of the world, then. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> um, all right, so we have uh, we have the round two of the FedEx Cup playoffs. <laughs> All right, what can you tell what can you tell us, Proke? I know you've done your homework here. Yeah, Wilmington uh Wilmington Country Club is in Delaware, which is definitely a great market for golf. Striving in Delaware, <laughs> I imagine. <laughs> so many people. Uh that's home with Joe Biden, isn't it? It could be. There's probably a bunch of places he's fallen on his bike there. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, it's Robert Trent Jones Sr., uh, 70, par 71, just to under 7,600 yards. Oh, it's, a long, that, it's a long course then. It's a big it course. It is not, it is not short. Yeah, narrow fairways, uh, probably ridiculous rough. Patrick Uh-oh. Grantley described it as... Extremely distance bias, and there's not really any strategy to it. Just hit it far. I saw something. Haven't they like had to switch the? Like, yeah, the routing are, is the, absurd. It's weird as fuck. It's like yeah. 10, 13, 14, 15, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, or something. Like, it was yeah, weird. Yeah, they, they had to, kind of like Brook, they had to do for Brookline is yeah. they just mix and match holes to make it work for, it's not so much the golf tournament as the logistics for getting people around. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, I, I mean, don't think I, most of the courses that the tour plays are worth a crap anyway. Jeez, man, you're always so positive about everything. Pretty you much. Remember, you remember when you were, uh, you were critical about Liv having to switch up the, uh, what course was that? Pumpkin Ridge. That, yeah. I remember you had some things to say about that. Well, yeah. It, Liv was starting from scratch. They had a chance to improve on the tour's crappy choice of golf courses, and they've chosen to follow it. Well, they did They, they did something else. Like, they had – well, maybe it's about yeah, they, the same they, thing. They I mixed two courses. Yeah. At Pumpkin Ridge, and so, so this is mixing one course, just switching the holes up. Well, like they, used, they just like mix the. Yeah, they they changed the routing, but they also used one hole off of a different golf course. On where for, in Delaware? This week in Delaware, there's well, two courses. They used one hole off of the north course, and then they changed the playing order of pretty much every hole on the south course. Before we got on here, when we were in the green room uh, preparing for this, didn't you? Uh, weren't you uh, alluding? Maybe Ort was alluding to something that uh, Cantlay was saying. He was a little critical. Yeah, I said he he said it's extremely distance bias, and there's pretty much no strategy to it. Just hit it as far as you can. Distance bias. What does that mean? He just doesn't hit it long enough. Just Is means what- send it. Decade style, just set full send. Fucking hit it hard. Go find it and hit it hard again. So Cantley has no chance. Can. 
So Cantley has no chance then. That's so when I hear someone say that, like I can't, like I, I mean, I'm not picking him now. I mean, no, he's I mean, going into uh, this with. He's already he's already beat himself before he ever yeah, teed off. He's already. A, I mean, it's a perfect Patrick Cantley course. Just. <laughs> But you, you said it's tight. You said it's tight off the tee, though. It's long. Well, it's, but it's it's tight, not tight like tree line tight. It's tight, rough, which U.S. Open style. Just hit it far, and whoever has the closest is going to have the best chance. And it's supposed to rain on the weekend, so it'll get soft, and it'll be whoever hits the shortest club into the hole, pretty much. Well, I'll be honest with you. Like, I'm kind of on the same page with like, the, like fairway doesn't really matter. I mean, it kind of matters, but it doesn't matter in the in the grand scheme of things. I don't like like down here in Florida. We have the uh, the Bermuda, like wet Bermuda is not not good. Like Bermuda is not good anyway. Not like when it gets long, Florida. right? But I understand that. But I'm just saying, like when it get when it rains, it might favor the long guy. But well, I would also make an argument that like if you're if you're in wet Bermuda. Like, I mean, that's not good. I don't care if you're 350 yards down the hole or not. Wet Bermuda, I mean, there's zero chance you're stopping the ball. Like, zero. Zero there, points. The same chance that Browns have to make the playoffs this year. Zero. This is, this is bent. They're back on so, bent grass this week. Yeah, they're in Delaware. They're, they're not going to be on Bermuda. So, yeah, you guys would probably know more about the bent. How does the bent rough play? Take spin off, but you don't get near the – like the the flyers out that you get out of uh, Bermuda, Bermuda you can there's you can hit a wedge 180 yards if you catch right. the wrong eye. Well, and when it's wet, it's it's usually like hitting out of a uh, like what, what do they call that? Um, the weeds in the lakes, like that. Uh, was it like a? Oh, I forgot the name of it. I was just at the zoo and they have it at like the lakes of the zoo. It's like an algae almost, but that's what it feels like. It's like coming out of like. Um, is it duckweed? Is that what it's called? No idea. I think it's called duckweed. No, the, ca- the cattails are like the uh, the little things that grow out. Um, no, it's, oh, I yeah. think it's called duckweed. Um, any, anybody from uh, the south probably knows what duckweed is. It's all over the lakes out here. But anyway, um, before we make our picks, maybe we should let Ort talk a little bit about his uh, triumphant victory. And hell, he's at uh, like, what was it, 11.45? Finally cracked a grand. Yeah, I mean, he's at uh, yeah, eleven forty-five. Uh, I mean, pro while you were while you were gone in the in the loading screen, you know, for a minute, pro pro asked me. He was like, Psst. "So where'd you get uh, so where'd you get Molinax? The entire world <laughs> wants to know the, the answer to that question. <laughs> and I honestly didn't, dude. I was. Just looking, reading through on different guys that were playing, saw where he they were talking about he played well here before, you know. He'd been playing pretty decent recently, and I have I have picked him in DraftKings a couple times. He's always that guy, it's like sixty five hundred dollars, you know. You you put him on the team that way you can double up with a Cam Smith and a I see. Okay, yeah, because I can see how he would be a good pick on DraftKings because he's yeah. I mean his yeah. pocket change on DraftKings. Exactly, probably. I've picked him a couple times in that. I didn't, never really thought he would finish top ten. Um, yeah. Send us to the promised land, or who do you got as your top ten? Um, <clears throat> top ten. I'm gonna go. Uh, let me. I'm gonna go Thigala. Say he Thigala. Top ten. He is plus six. Yeah, He's plus six hundred. That's what there's not. I mean, there's really not a lot of high. Oh, Twelve hundred's the highest on top tens this week. Right. So, go and say Heath top ten. Uh, played pretty what good did, what, last week. What did they cut the field down to? Seventy. Is it seventy? Seventy. Yeah, next year it'll go to last. I think it goes next to week. Next year. Oh, next year. They've, they've cut it down. Next year it'll go. The first event will be 70. Then it'll go to 50. Then to 30. Well, that's probably because everybody else will be on live. Okay. I don't know. I'm, ask, I'm asking, bro. Don't no, get all it's, mad. It, it, there's no reason that. It, let's use. Uh, who, who who snuck in? Like Luke, Lucas Glover was 121st. 
on the points list. There's no reason that guy should be in the playoffs. And he's now he's in the second event. He was irrelevant the whole year. Great. You get to keep your job. Uh, you don't get to play in this. I mean, I'm looking at the bottom now. How about Kurt Kitayama? Does he deserve to be there? Uh, I have to look. <laughs> Probably not. I mean, it, and they got JJ Spawn. Wasn't that guy in the top? Like, wasn't he leading the tournament last week? Was, was that someone else? Was that him? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, they got him down at plus 1,000 <laughs> as a top 10. That's wild, he bro. 78 on Sunday. He's below. I mean, he's the same as Lucas Glover, bro. You were just shitting all over Lucas Glover, and, and this guy is. So, I don't know what the reason for that is. I mean, I think I've seen his name up in the top Sepp, 10 a couple times. Sepp Straka. He's right Another there. Another guy. Yeah, he's, he's right there, plus too. Plus 1,000. Dude, how disrespectful is that, dude? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, what one, two, two of the top three people from last week in the bottom. I mean, if I didn't, yeah, Hideyama has he has a this year he had a top. He was second at the Scottish, second in Mexico that Rom won, and third at the Honda. So he's had and probably a ton of miscuts in between those and all over that possible. page. Uh, Seth had. A win and a bunch of miscuts. Yeah. Kidiyama and a bunch of miscuts. All right. So, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off there, Ort. Who do you guys as your top five? Uh, top five. Hold on. Let me go back and find out where I was at. Top five. I'm going. I'm not, I'm not really picking any studs this, this week. I'm going to try to. Give us a chance. Yeah. To catch up to you. Yeah, maybe. Or just uh, run away. Yeah, I'm going top five. I'm getting some odds on this one. But top five, I'm going Mito Pereira at plus 1,200. Who uh, you got winning the whole thing? This is another. I'm going I'm going, going his uh, his teammate, Joaquin Neiman, plus 4,000 to win. Wow. Uh. <laughs> My, yeah. I mean, if you hit, if you hit these guys, man. If Neiman hits, dude, that's not going to be good for us. <laughs> that's what this is. Yeah, this is. Just, I'm looking at probably. I don't know. Thigala might hit. Thigala's your your worst bet is you'd win 120. dollars Yeah, Thigala might hit, but uh, if I hit any other ones, it's over for y'all. Y'all aren't catching me. Y'all ain't catching me, probably, anyway. I, I need to pick a winner this week. I Y'all need, need a, a winner. winner bad, in a bad way. Fuck broke. He doesn't need shit. I need the winner. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to pick a winner this week. I've already got my guy. All can right, bro. Can you donate your $60 to me? You want me to? <laughs> <laughs> send me a, send me a, who would be your, like, B team? Send me your B team in a, in a, in a, in a message. All right, man. <laughs> it actually might be some of the same guys. All right, Pro, who you got top ten? Harold Varner? Is that who you're going with? No, but we're gonna we're going for odds. Well, oh, not, Jesus. They're still not the best odds, but top ten, uh Alex Smalley plus eight hundred. I saw him near the bottom. Yeah, there he is. Bottom ish. It's been relatively consistent. What do you know? What, yeah, I was just going to say, tell me everything you know about Alex Smalley. He was playing well at the end of the year. And where did he go to college? I think Alabama. Oh, really? SEC guy? I think so. Uh, I was going to make fun of you, but now I can't. All right, go ahead. That sounded like an orc uh, pick. Where'd you, where did you find him? Yeah, that's what I was getting at. <laughs> <laughs> you might be under – that laugh right there means he oh. totally just ripped it off somebody, bro. That was a yeah, was, P&N laugh. I was laugh. While I was working hard at work, I was looking at uh, strokes gained, and he's a decent ball striker. He's a pretty uh, pretty bad putter. So I'm just hoping for a solid week with the uh, – an above-average week with the putter, sneaking top 10. He's 166 on tour putting, but 52nd off tee and 65th approach so he's an okay ball striker and a bad putter all right well 
I mean, so are we expecting the, I'm, I'm assuming because of the link and because uh, Cantley is crying about it already um, on a Tuesday or Monday. I mean, it's so early to be crying about it. Um, uh, I'm assuming the, the scores aren't going to be as low as as before, the last six weeks on tour. The, I don't think the first two rounds will be, then it's going to rain and then distance uh, on tour means nothing because they all hit it far. All right. Who's your top five? Top five. It's harder. Top five. We're going to go with Adam Scott at plus a thousand. Boomerang. Is he going to, is he going to live? I'd imagine. Plus a grand. I think he's going to be with uh, Team Australia. Yeah, hey, they're going to be dominant. They are, they are going to be the one team that can uh, challenge uh, the four aces. Everything is – over the next two or three years, bro, like all the teams are going to be dominant. Dude. Like they're all going to be good teams. Um. All right, so you got future lib player in Scott, SEC and guy in Smalley. Yeah, who's your winner? I'm going to go back to the well on a theory. Uh-oh. Hairbrain theory that he grew up in New Uh-oh. York, Long Island. Oh, uh, Cam. So yeah. last week, last week the prop was <laughs> the grainy greens. Put it awful. Hit it great. Put it awful. We're gonna go back with Cam Young at plus twenty five hundred. God, you're gonna be so upset when he joins Greg. I will be. <laughs> you're running be. out of I guys, man. Love that guy. That dude's fun to watch. Smashes it. So, are you fanboying the pick then, or are you just like you're hoping he wins because you want to see him win? Like, it's like it's your rooting interest. What well, I, I do want to see him win. I think that. <laughs> His ball striking stats are phenomenal. He just putted awful last week. He was oh, last. He was last in the field of guys that made the cut putting, <clears throat> and uh, he was like a hundred and tenth in the first two rounds out of one hundred and twenty-five putting. He hit it really well. I'm hoping that. The non-bent grass or the non-Bermuda uh, grain, he gets back to putting okay. All right, and I'm I'm gonna hold my uh, I'm gonna hold my opinions to the very end here. And Try it's something new. It's a ball strikers course, and he's that's that's his, and he bombs it, smashes it. I mean, I'm sitting here looking at the odds. I think the winner's coming out of the top ten guys on the um on the line. Like the lowest, uh, lowest odd guys. I mean, your winner's coming out of there, and like my gut is to pick one of those guys as a top ten just to kind of pay for my all my bets, so I kind of break even at worst, you know. But I'm looking at the odds on there, and it's like, what's the point? I mean, you can't even take him as a top ten. I, I think that's why I'm looking at the list and I'm doing the math, and I'm thinking that's why you guys are taking Scott because I mean that's really when the odds start getting decent is around Adam Scott. See, I, my, my first gut instinct is to take Hideki, but do you guys know why he missed? Why he he's pulled out last week? Season. Is he hurt? Like, I mean, he's, he's been, been injured all, shit year. all year. Yeah, he's withdrawn twice. Was he he got something he against his, his neck or something? Didn't it? Don't he have like a bad neck? I'm not. I'm not. I don't know if I just made that sure. up or if I read that somewhere. I thought he had. I thought he's been fighting like a neck injury or something all year. I could just be completely next, off with that though. But neck's not good if you're uh like you need your neck for a golfer. Like you lose mobility in your neck, you're I, fucked. Uh, I hurt my neck last uh last year and like trying to rotate with your neck not it doesn't work. Your neck yeah. needs to be mobile. It's crazy. Well, your shoulder, your shoulders are connected to your neck, the upper back, and like the twit, like on your back yeah. swing, follow through. Like it's all connected. So it's like mm-hmm. neck, shoulders, head, back. It's all based on the neck. No, when Hideki plays, he's been decent most of the year. He's had like three bad events that he finished in the sixties, but I can't rely were, on him. Those were also majors. I like Hideki no. for the for but the I, love of God. Please don't pick him again. 
You can't I like afford him. it. You can't afford I, well, it. Well, that's what dude. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, well, I can't risk it because I, no. I, if I would have known he was like hurt, I wouldn't have took him last week. Yeah. I had no idea that was even a thing. All right. So my top 10 is going to be Denny McCarthy plus 700. Okay. I, I have no reason to even tell you why. I, I couldn't tell you much Just about him. Shooting um, for the stars he's a right poofer. now. I'm, uh, is he a poofer? Yes. Uh, fuck. He's oh, well. <laughs> Maybe it'll work out for me. Uh, no, I mean, I, I've, I've just seen his name. Um, he's been playing well. I know over the last – because he's, he's one of the guys I think that's been playing in these tournaments the last six weeks. I just feel like I've been seeing his name. Um, it, it's a name – like when I'm looking at the names on here, like I'm instantly in my head like comfortable, not comfortable, comfortable, not comfortable. And he falls in the comfortable category. Um, yeah, but yeah. Fifth at the Memorial, sixth at John Deere, and sixth at the American yeah. Express. Yeah, so I, yeah, so he was. I mean, I knew he was relevant. He was. He made some money in the last couple, last month or so. His average driving distance is two ninety one point seven. That's long enough, dude. That's long, but he's probably pretty accurate. What's, I should have data golf pulled up right now, so I can actually like have an argument. Sixty five percent of fairways. I think Which that's is average, 30, isn't it? That's thirty fourth on tour. Yeah, it's average. A better, a little better than average, I guess. Yeah, that's well. Right. I'm not going to change the pick. I, I, I don't even really know why I took. I just I'm thinking he's, he's been relevant, so third. he's been playing good. He's third in strokes gained putting, almost a full shot around. So my whole theory is when you got guys that are playing well, and because some guys are weird, like they'll like win a tournament and then they'll disappear for a month. Then they'll come back and like finish top five twice and then disappear for a month, like. Well, some Denny guys McCarthy's are like that. The last three events are Rocket Mortgage, Cut, Wyndham, Cut, St. <laughs> Jude, T20. And what about – all right, well, what about the two – before the two cuts, what was he? John Deere, sixth, Travelers, Cut. All right, there's really no logic behind this. I can't find any. <laughs> um, I've seen his name over the past six weeks. And I don't know. It's just it's like almost like a like an angel came and tapped me on my shoulder and was like McCarthy, <laughs> and so I just picked That's the top it. ten. Was that the red? I don't know the if it had horns or not. Honestly, I, yeah, I don't know if it had horns or not. I wasn't looking, but but also you know I'm kind of obligated to. I can't even start looking at guys until I reach Adam Scott. My top ten guy can't. I mean, I'm not gonna take. I mean, so I think the top ten guy is definitely coming out of the favorite odds guys but i'm just not touching them because of the number like the the line that they have it's ridiculous so i mean he's plus 700 so i was comfortable with that range and i kind of looked at the guys in that range and um i feel like i don't know like i said i got tapped on the shoulder we'll see what happens um top five we're gonna go with we're gonna go with victor hovland I like that one. I just, it, but it's just, the, I want his odds to be better. You know what I mean? Like it's, they're just, the, it's only, plus 500. It's right only, on the line. It's like the lowest yeah, I would do. Only 70 people. I mean, it's. Yeah. He's a, he's a like elite driver. And, and he's, he's pretty long. And he's. Good, good Iron player. And these big greens, he might not have to chip. Right. Right. All right, and then as my winner, just taking a guy that's played well, uh, really well recently, and he's a uh, he's a Mormon. I love Mormons. You know, you get your own planet full of women and stuff. So when you die, so <laughs> we're gonna go with that. we're gonna go with Mister Dougie, Tony Finau, to win this thing plus fourteen hundred. Tony, I mean, he just won a couple of times. You know, granted they were shitty tournaments, but I mean, you have to be hitting the ball well to, to, to shoot what he shot. So, um, uh, Hovland is. 18th off the tee, 10th on approach, 23rd putting, and 202nd around the green. <laughs> well, see, part of me, where would you say is, is um, what's his strokes gain from the fairway or, um, or uh, approach? He's 10th. Yeah, so he's not missing a lot of greens, but when he, no. he's probably, he's probably playing aggressive lines. And so when he misses, he probably misses short sided. That's why his approach is so shitty. Nah, he well, just, he also can't. He's got like the yips. He's yeah. a really bad chipper. Yeah, it's well documented that he's not a good oh, chipper. That's, 
I remember seeing some stuff now that he'll, you say that. He'll be like, he calls himself like a 10 handicap chipping. That's my guy. I took him top five. <laughs> so hopefully we're hitting more greens and missing greens so we don't have to see They're him like, double hit anything. Where uh, places like Pebble are, I think they're like 3,300 square foot greens. They said this place is 8,000 square foot average for green size. Basically a resort. I saw someone, I saw they were talking about, they said it's almost similar to kind of like you saw in the open, you know, like massive greens, just humongous greens. And I don't know, Broke. You would know better than me because you're you're the, uh, the the course architecture guy. Um, I don't uh, I don't think Ort cares. I don't care. I'm not a big fan. I mean, I just like I like I like courses that um, when it comes to architecture, it doesn't it doesn't like I can I, I can find good holes on a Greg Norman. You hate Greg Norman, like so you'll walk into it and be like, all these holes suck. Like you literally said earlier when we started the show, like most of the courses on the PGA Tour suck. Like you're that snobby course guy, right? Um, I just like cool looking holes. Like, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to play the same hole over and over and over and over and over again. Like, I don't care if it's water, sand, out of bounds, whatever. Like, or no out of bounds. Right. Or like most, I mean, I hate to say it, not all Donald Rosses, but just like the old style of courses back then. Like, they all had a very similar routing. Um, and those are fun to play. Don't get me wrong, but I prefer to like every hole kind of look a little different, have different shapes and stuff. So I kind of, I kind of like Robert Trent Jones. Some people might be not approach probably cringing to that, but the courses I played on the, on the trail in Alabama, um, in Alabama, uh, the greens were big and they had like levels. So like if you, like there was some like tuck pins and some of the courses I played. So you might be hitting over like part of the green. You have to hit over a ravine. Might be a little downhill. He has force carries, a lot of force carries. But I, I remember you able to like kind of play the ball on the ground sometimes too. So I just played at Robert Trent Jones Sunday. But the green, maybe you could uh, agree or disagree. Area, but I wouldn't see. I never got that like feeling. One man. way to do it. There's just definitely in the air to a certain spot. There's a, there's room spot. off the tee. There's room off the tee. Like he he gives you room. Oh uh, well, I'm, I'm, I haven't seen that course, but I mean, he he gives you room off the tee the places I played. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, courses have room off the tee. They're trying to get a million rounds through. Well, I, I just I remember it being like you. There's not nine ways to play the hole off the tee. Like he, you can see the obvious place where you're supposed to hit it, you know, and then if you don't hit it there. It's not usually good. I don't remember well, the, there being the, much of the, the idea behind the uh, the old school architecture is there is a based on the where you have to hit the approach where there is a clear side of the a clear side you want to hit it on that come in from. It's, it's designed the, a certain the, way. The other areas you're not dead you can still do it you just have to hit a far more difficult shot to come in from those directions right and not to go down a rabbit hole because uh or probably about to hang himself um from the ceiling <laughs> fan listening to this not to go down but a rabbit hole where, uh faucet says not to chase it chase uh angles in the news basically looking at my notes here um scott fawcett this is a this is probes <laughs> this would be like a mentor this is we, you would call him a mentor what would you call scott fawcett to you probe to me yes nothing a guy that's coach. on the internet a coach that's why i said mentor because he doesn't really i mean he doesn't know who Proke is so um that's why I was like, it, it, it's, it's, it's like a coach, but it's not a coach. Yeah. A second, like a stepdad almost sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Scott Foss is like my stepdad. <laughs> it's like a, like a golf God almost. Right. That's like what I was a, like thinking a, too. Like, I mean, how many times, so he, for those he, that don't he, know. He thinks, he thinks of Fawcett like we think of Greg Norman. Okay. Oh, okay. Would you disagree with that, Brooke? Yeah, I just think 
You're so full of shit, dude. All right. So just so everybody understands that doesn't know who the hell we're talking about, this is a guy that created a uh, – um, and I have a hard time saying created because um, he kind of just put it all on a spreadsheet, um, the strokes gain stuff from Brody, from his strokes gain book and stuff like that. And Scott came and kind of just wrapped it up with a bow and just a, created a way to play to the advantage of strokes gain. In, in, in data and analytics, kind of like how baseball does. Um, probably football doesn't now, so they all do it. But this is that version of it for golf. And since I've known Proke, he has been no less than obsessed with Scott Fawcett in his product called Decade, which is an acronym. What's the acronym stand for? Oh, I'd have to look it up. I don't know. You're, so my shit, bro. You're, you're a client, though, so you know yes. basically everything there is to know about Decade. Like, you would consider yourself a. We are, I have a buddy that Ed, that is, but he knows all the uh, the drills and all of the stuff. Does your buddy's last name rhyme rhyme with bunt? <laughs> nope, not him. Uh, okay, I was going to say something else, but I wanted to make it family friendly, so I said bunt. <laughs> um, anyway, so I bring this up about Scott just because I wanted to, uh, to kind of paint a picture of like. So this is somebody that that Proke looks up to. He's based his golf game, at least his course management side, as far as general stuff general stuff is based on decade um he keeps stats pro like you'll hear him say randomly in a podcast and my uh man i was uh i was a uh, plus 1.22 off the tee today and i'll just usually skip true. over it and act like i didn't hear it but uh but you'll 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 notice those little easter eggs he'll say but that's what he's talking about you're, you're taking all your stats and everything yes yeah okay so so Scott to you is a is a is, is similar to a father figure coach like a dad coach. Um, <laughs> what uh what are your thoughts about what was said by Scott Fawcett recently to who did he say it to? I mean he said it to Dan Hicks. He he said it to Dan Hicks. Like the tweet on Sunday, I did not understand what what on earth you're talking about because I didn't. Hold on, well, what, about, what was the tweet? Hold on, can we pull that up? Like what's the uh, it's got to be all over the place. He had one today. Hang on. He, he had one today. Mark Crossfield tweeted, said, what's the worst part of your golf game at the moment? And Scott Fawcett replied to it and said, Twitter with a winking emoji. Oh, All right. So Scott on Twitter, I mean, he, he's, he reads everything. Like, I mean, he's responded to me several times. I've kind of like nudged him a few times and kind of gave him a hard time about a couple of things. And I mean, he, to his credit, and probably to his detriment, he's very involved with everything on Twitter regarding his name. Um, but what did uh, or I mean, Proke? Why don't you? Can you read what he said? And you got you got the tweet pulled up. Uh, I'm trying to find it. He's tweeted a lot since Sunday. <laughs> no, I um, I what was it? August got deleted. Did they get deleted? Uh, no. Oh, I got them somewhere. That just meant he deleted them. When he, you talking about his big tirade he went on? Oh yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's a picture. It's a, it's on a GIF, or someone made a GIF. You're like, all right, so it says Scott Fawcett. I really do try to bite my tongue with the commentators, but go fuck yourself, Dan Hicks. It's <laughs> 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 pretty blunt, bro. There's five exclamation points behind that, dude. Um, putter was wobbly earlier this year. You have no idea what the truth is. Fuck face. <laughs> Sit in your booth. Yes, this is a joke, but there's always truth in comedy. Winky face. It's, it's the worst joke I've ever heard. <laughs> um, See, his explanation for it made sense, but he, he's, I don't think, I think Scott is super socially awkward, maybe. What did you say about him earlier? What was your quote? He's strange. Strange fella. He's a strange fellow. So so his product is good. uh, He did a podcast with somebody, and I saw a snippet of it from early, like yesterday. I think it was yesterday. And he said the basis on that was with Wills Altoris going to rewatch his round winning of his first tournament when he rewatches it all he's going to hear is the announcers flaming his putting stroke for being how 
wobbly it is. And he didn't like that, which I disagree with because. Oh, you disagree with who? I disagree with Scott. I'd rather the announcers be genuine and not try to sugarcoat everything like the. Uh, but isn't he critical of them doing that? I felt like that's something him and I saw eye to eye on. Because like one thing I say that I I, I just all, I don't want, I don't want there to be like you're like, you're a TV announcer. You're like you're not there to pander to the player. You're not supposed to be biased to anything. You're supposed well, exactly. to be reporting on what you see. Is what right. I thought. And if they see the Will Zalatoris putting stroke, which looks really bad on short putts. They could say it. They shouldn't have a to hold their. T- it's not like uh, they need. Well, hold a guy on. Guy from Live who talks about how it sounds. It's nauseating how so, they pander to the guys. So he's holding him to the. Like Johnny Miller was awesome. Right. It, well, I don't think I don't know if he. I don't know if he was Johnny good. Blamed everybody. But Fawcett has always been very in a bunch of podcasts. I, I've heard him say it a lot. Like he's always been very critical of the announcers, and I don't know if that's because he just takes the shit to heart, or if he's just like one of those like it, it, everything is either black and white, it is uh, red or blue, it is up or down, it is left or right. Like it's there's no middle. Like there's no compromise. It's it's one way or the other. So I think he almost fe- it gets aggressive with the announcers because he he feels like the they should be. Say it again. Didn't you tell me the other day everything was black or white? Um, yeah, I mean, th- th- there's a line between them, but the line to me is thinner than uh, than than probably most people realize. But uh, Scott is either left or right. He's, um, I think that's just because of the way his brain works. But he he does get aggressive. I mean, there was five exclamation points points behind uh, the the fuck you Dan Hicks comment. You know, five. pro. You know who he reminds me of? Well, y'all both uh, from the clubhouse. Teacher from Ohio. You know, I know pro. A golf oh, teacher or like Hammond. Yeah. Who? Tom Ammond. Oh, very similar. Oh, really? So, so Tom Hammond just uh, finished top. I think she made it to the final eight or sixteen U.S. Yeah. Women's Am. That's that's great. Now I know she was on the Masters too, like last year, year before last, or something like that. That's, that's won, really good uh, stuff. She won her age group of drive chip and putt this year. No, that's cool. Hopefully she um she, uh, she does well. Prok's seen, seen those DMs I've got. They're they're wild. So yeah, yeah, I can't speak much on Tom because I'm pretty sure he blocked me within the first two or three weeks of me it's joining the Clubhouse. Same deal. It's like they just they have once that once that switch gets flipped. Like they just go, go to psycho mode, like blackout. But but it's just wild of how like he takes them so literal though. You know I what I mean? Think, like it's, I don't think Scott. I don't think Scott's very good like, at getting his message across. You can watch his decade videos, and they're not like they have the information in it, but they're not like well spoken videos. And he's not, he doesn't even hide it. He's like, I'm not very good at this, but this have is you, the, what the math says. Have you ever heard him ever make a compromise on anything? No. no. That's what I'm talking about. Quote, I guess because Brad Faxon uh, commented on his tweet you read earlier. You know, fuck face, sit in the booth, yada, yada, yada. All <laughs> yeah. that. Well, then yeah. Fawcett uh, – Quoted it and said, "Hey, Brad, fax it and Dan, go fuck each other." Yes. <laughs> yes, I understand this is classless and crude, but let me repeat myself: fuck oh, you. No. Onlookers, oh, feel free to unfollow, block, and never buy a decade. I don't give a fuck. Oh my god. <laughs> uh oh, and again, so- fuck you, Dan. This wouldn't be a gift. <laughs> Will has the best speed control on tour, so he fucking earned it, you dick. Okay, nice putt, Seth. Oh, my God. Fucking He's... psycho. Oh, man. Froke won't say it. Froke won't say it. You won't say it, Froke. What's your first reaction uh, to that, to what Orch just read, Froke? <laughs> Same as everybody else's reaction to that? What is that? I don't know what everybody else is feeling. 
It's crazy. Oh man. <laughs> hey Brad Flex and like, Dan. If he had a if he had a board of directors, <laughs> he would be fired. Immediately. <laughs> so Immediately. it's just Yeah. I mean, you can't tell people not to buy your product. I mean, that's pretty much I mean, he didn't mean that. Like at the very, he he might he, even if he meant it. Like that's not something you say. I think that's just <laughs> like, a weird. He might have meant it in the moment. I think that's, but that's just what a I mean. Like you, shameless plug, just to make yeah, sure I guess it people could be. know what the fuck he's talking I about. I guess because no one was mentioning decade at the moment. He needed yeah. to have maybe, but um, but yeah, I I don't know if he walks this back. I don't think he does. I don't. I I think he um he might say yeah I would definitely out of line, but it's how I. He's not going to say that he didn't mean it. It's not what you know what I mean. Like he's not gonna. Uh, it's hard to hard to backtrack on. Go fuck yourself and go fuck each other. Proke could be his like PR guy. Like he could pee in the fuck out of Proke. How would you pee in this situation if you were Scott? Because you can't take the L. Like just like Scott, you don't take the L. You think Scott's gonna take an L ever? Well, no, he didn't. He he half-hearted apologized. I mean, I don't think it's done though. He said, I'll add, I didn't intend for this to be a shockwave in golf Twitter. I was intentionally over-the-top abrasive to try and illustrate this was a joke, as noted. And again, the truth is that Will can't putt is a tired story that is not based in reality. It's time to learn facts. See, but he has no con- – yeah, no- you would think that's his dad, like Will's dad. Like all he did was caddy for him, bro. That's all he did, you like, know, as a I, junior. I don't know that anybody could read what he said as a joke. Like where was the right. punchline? Well, that's him trying to do P&N. Like that's what I'm saying. Like how would you – because well, his p in, in the – it said, yes, this is a joke, but there's always truth in comedy. In the original tweet, I'm like, right. where was the joke? Yeah. Right. What am I missing? There was no joke. It's like I said with that Mark Crossfield, that tweet. He said, what's the the worst part of your golf game at the moment? And Scott Fawcett said Twitter with the with the winking. Like he's like he's kind of playing it off like it's funny at this point. So is that delusion or is that him trying to attempt PNN? I think he just doesn't have. He's out of touch with reality. Yeah. Yeah. He probably like doesn't get out of the house very much. Scott is a guy that if something in decade, or if there's any relation to it, we joke around. I joke around about it. Like, you know, if, if he sees somebody at Home Depot and waves at him, now every good thing that person ever does in life is because of him in decade. You know what I mean? Like he, whenever he sees somebody, he always takes credit. He's not short of taking credit. Um, so I knew shit was going to be wild if Zalatoris won. I knew it was going to be wild. And he was probably going to stick the middle finger to some people's face, you know? Um, but I didn't think he was going to act like a psycho dad, you know what I mean? Like a drunk, obnoxious psycho dad, you know? So like, it, I thought it was weird. I thought it was strange. Um, like I, how often do you think him and Zalatoris hang out? Like he makes it sound like they're BFFs, you know, like it's no idea. I don't think I've ever even seen uh, Zalatoris. I don't even really talk about it anymore. Like I don't see him. Like there's not a decade. Let's put this. There's not a decade logo on his shirt or anything like that or on his bag. Like he doesn't, I don't no. see him. I've heard him on talking podcast. about it. Well, I think it was the, actually Scott's podcast that he was on. Anyway, I think I think Scott's a little too aggressive, you know. And I think yeah. it, I, well, that's an understatement. Well, but I think the the biggest critique I have, and it goes along with his decade stuff. It, it, he's the same way with his decade. Like, there's no compromise. Like, that's just how he's wired with decade because he's been in a million decade arguments, and so that's just how he how he does things. Um, yeah, there's there's I know from the cl- golf internet, Facebook, Twitter that there's a lot of people that will just plain ignore decade, which uses. Basically, stats, right. not really right. opinion, just because he made it because right, they can't it, stand him. They, they, yeah, uh, and and I think that's where my critique with him is: is like you know, if you're not going to compromise, just don't let everybody else know that. Like, just stop talking about it. You know what I mean? Like, just stop disagreeing with it. Like, you don't have to agree with it. Just you know, the old uh, we'll have to agree to disagree. He, he, I wish he would employ that a little bit yeah, more. He will fight to the death. Well, that's what I mean. And, and it's just it's exhausting, and it's um it's and it's one thing that that kind of made me start questioning things he was doing with decade because of the fact that 
I feel like there's some situations that it could be like um, 50-50. Like th- there could be two like two legitimate options that probably will have a very similar outcome. Um, and then it could be played two different ways. <clears throat> and he's not willing to compromise on that either. Like even to me when it's like kind of obvious, like he he's always 100% to 0%. Um, the the other thing that that basically happened, I, I guess it had happened today. Heard about it yesterday that uh, Tiger was flying in in his private jet to have a players only meeting at the BMW. He arrived today with Ricky Fowler carrying his luggage to the to the car. Um, yeah. Which, by the way, they got into a Nissan. Thought that was interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a used one. I don't think they wanted him to crash another uh, player's car. Yeah. But here's a 1996 got, Nissan yeah. SUV. It, it looked used. <laughs> <laughs> it did look like an Enterprise, didn't it? <laughs> well, they thought it was for, they thought it was for Mr. Fowler. <laughs> oh, shit, bro. Oh, shit. Bro, it was funny, though. Tiger I mean, was driving. And when he Ricky was walking... Mercedes logo on his sleeve. I would think that Mercedes could have sent him a car. Well, he was in a t-shirt. He wasn't. He wasn't in uniform. But uh, um, uh, it was. It was interesting watching him walk in front. Tiger walk in front of the car. Dude, he was had a like. Maybe he was acting. I don't know. Um, I would probably do that sometimes. Like if I wanted to fuck with people and I always had camera point at me, I would you know start. I would just walk out of the house with a sling one day for no reason. Um, <laughs> Nick yeah, <laughs> that crazy. Like, just fuck with people, you know. But uh, but he was limping, dude. He was he it was a pretty significant limp. Um, yeah, he's fifty with a shattered leg. I don't. I, when we talked about it before, I just don't. I don't seeing it today. I don't think it gets better, man. I don't think no. it's uh, it's not improving. He's not like going through rehab and it's going to improve. You know, once it. I think this is it. That's you know, it's Tiger. Gonna, yeah. What do you think, Proke? You think it's going to get I worse? Have no idea. Not, not a doctor. Oh God, he never has an opinion about Tiger if it's negative, dude. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, mean, I legitimately not, don't know. It's not. Even, settle down, Scott. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's not even negative. It's just truthful. I mean, it's being a realist at this point. Proke in his heart still thinks he can win. He's not a fucking superhero. As bad as people want him to be, he's not a superhero. Yeah, so it was just something I noticed. We don't have to get down down the uh, the. Is it, oh, this will piss Proke off, dude. He'll start getting so upset. You know, keep, we want to keep him in a good mood. Um. So, uh, but no, I just I thought it was interesting, and I also noticed that Ricky was carrying uh, Tiger's bags, <laughs> and and uh, I thought that was kind of funny. Um, because you know I know we've talked about I think other people have too about uh, maybe Ricky going to live, but um, apparently those conversations maybe maybe they did happen, but he didn't go because Tiger probably was like, listen, he gave him the JT speech, you know. So I don't know. It was just isn't it kind of strange that Ricky's hanging out with them though. You know what I mean? Like maybe they're neighbors or something. I don't know. Yeah, just, you know JT was probably sick. He's so salty. JT was already at the tournament. I know he'd have missed it's the weird. tournament to be able to be in that vehicle with Tiger. Yeah. Do you think he's saying he's sick because he had to watch uh, Ricky fly in with him? Yeah, he's like jealous. He's so maybe. he's so upset. Do you think? Do you think he he snubbed him? Like he he didn't ret- like he left a Tiger on red for like an hour once he saw the video. <laughs> now now people think no. Ricky's Tiger's best friend and I'm Tiger's best friend. <laughs> dude, it's so true. That's how he acts, bro. You can't deny it, dude. It's like it's cringy. It really is. There's not an interview JT's done since Tiger had his car wrecked that he doesn't mention something about Tiger. What's what's going to happen on this? Because uh, apparently it's players only, and uh, you know Tiger obviously. I mean, he's he, everybody's acting like it's a big deal. Oh God, Tiger got on a plane and flew down here for this. You know, this is a big deal. You know, like, well, dude, yeah, it was like it's a two hour flight on a private jet from his fucking front yard. Probably, you know, like, it's not a big <laughs> Actually, deal, I, dude. I think the only thing that could possibly happen is Monahan get fired. Right. I so don't that's, think the players have the. The board has to fire him. Not you don't the think players. Tiger could walk in there and say fired? 
And he's not fired. <laughs> it may the board might do. Yeah, he could possibly. I don't know. He's Tiger. He uh, moves the needle. You could say. Bro, he is, bro. He. he, he let's you don't put fire it this way. Jay, I'm gonna go sign with Liv, and he turned down eight hundred something million dollars. Um, how much money do you think they offered JT? A realistic number, at least one hundred and fifty, right? JT, yeah. I would. I would say the He got an offer. He definitely would have got a text yeah, message about uh, something. At least a 150. 152? Yeah, he's he would be in the Bryce same same boat as Bryson. And I don't know what he makes every year as far as like his like average winnings over the last 5 years or average income over the last 5 years, but let's just say it's like 20 30 million. I could, I'm probably not way off, but might be a little bit more, maybe maybe a little less. I don't know what his endorsements look like. Maybe a little more, like $30, 40000000 million, maybe. Um, no but he, he's turned, he values Tiger's friendship at over $100 million. That, that to me, is the wildest thing, dude. Is, is any friendship worth, I mean, let's be real. <laughs> is any friendship worth $100 million? I don't know. I don't I'll say, so. Tiger's got a lot of connections that he could hook JT up with. But you'll have $150 million plus whatever you've earned over your career. Like, what does it matter? He's not like you, Pro. It's just like, give me a hundred grand and I'm going to retire. hundred grand. I don't think I can retire off that. Proke is cheap. That's what I'm getting at. Proke is cheap. <laughs> so, um, but no, I mean, doubling your net worth is a big deal. I just thought it was interesting that JT obviously was offered serious money. Like R- Rory didn't turn it down because of, because of Tiger. Like either Rory, John Rom. Well, j- well, what I'm getting at is Rory and Tiger probably feel like they have equity in the PGA Tour. You know what I mean? Like they are the ones that sell tickets. They're the ones that faces are on the side of the buses. You know, it's it's like built on the back of their of their of their brand. So they probably feel that hell. They might have equity. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Like maybe maybe there's like some fucking because I'm sure that there's like watermarks on their uh, on their financials that just a question mark or where this money goes comes from or where it goes. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. I know that John Rom hinted at getting four hundred million, and I guarantee the biggest offer was to Jordan Speed. What? You always, uh, huh? <laughs> what? You yeah. always come up with this. Jordan Spieth is the biggest Jordan draw. Jordan is shit. the biggest draw in in golf outside of Tiger Woods. No, he's not. There's yeah. no, it's not even close. He, you know, he he brings some people. The kids love him, bro. I mean, that's who Liv wants. They're not getting the old guys. And on top of that. How you're playing doesn't matter <laughs> to live. They want, they're going for the pip list. This probably, this should be for another podcast because it, it's going to end up going on. Well, for, we don't know what they're going to, we don't know what they're going to. This, um, this is how the tour keeps, has had a problem keeping mediocre golfers on tour forever and not cycling through good young talent is these got which would be the same thing that Liv would do with world ranking points. The WGCs, you're in the top 50. Doesn't matter how you play because you keep getting in these WGC events, which have super strong fields and no cut, and you automatically just keep getting these high points for being in that field which keeps you propping you up in the top 50 and keeping you in these fields. You take Cam Smith into the live field where he's legitimately only playing against 10 guys that are capable of beating him. And his world ranking is just going to stay there. So I would say to that, well, so I, I, or I want to get your take on it too, man. But what I would say to that is like, it's unfortunate that the world ranking and like all these rules and all these like uh, elitist rules that have been made have been made for one major tour. 
That's what like, that's their say. problem. Like yeah. they need to adjust to the fact that that's not the world. We don't live in a communist golf nation anymore. Like there is there is other competition out there. So if you're going to be a world ranking system, you need to accommodate to there being two major tours. There's a lot of tours that get world ranking points. So that's even worse. Like that that's not the, you should have never said that. Like that doesn't help your argument. It do- you just said there's – it only goes to one tour. I said two major tours, major tours. They Like you, you and Ork got into this last time about how many points are on the Asian tour. You said that it's not even relevant. It doesn't even matter. Right. So no, you'd have – It's not the, weighed the, the same. The Asian tour, they're actually weighed – all the tours are, are guaranteed. All the – a certain a minimum amount of this is how this is how the European tour has kept so many guys in the top fifty. They're guaranteed a certain amount of points for first place based on that tour. So the DP World Tour has a minimum amount of points given out for the event, and they have crappy fields. So world ranking points, you get those on the PGA Tour, right? Obviously. Um, you get world ranking points on the European Tour, right? Obviously. And you also get world ranking points on the Asian Tour, right? Obviously. Um, Canadian Tour? Or is that too small? I it's probably too small. You get a Cana- Canadian? Oh, no. You're going like to get Puerto Rico, Canadian Canada, tour. like um, Latin America, Corn like they uh, – Corn Ferry. Like so, let me ask you this: Where are the players coming from on Live? Uh, the players that are earning these world ranking points on these other tours are they coming from Asian Tour? What about the European Tour? How about the PGA Tour? And there might be some Latin America guys on there. Come from all the tours, right? So if these are the players that are on these other tours competing against in golf, and now they they're all and, 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 hold on, and now, hold on, and now I uh, now they're all competing against each other. Which they, it was okay for them to compete against each other on other tours that got world ranking points um why wouldn't it be okay for them to compete against each other and live and get world ranking points they haven't denied them world ranking points you're, you're telling me that's not what they've been talking about i'm pretty sure you're on the record by saying i hope they don't give them anything fuck them <laughs> probably yeah so but it's also the fact that if you do give live world ranking points based on the same criteria that every other tour gets world ranking points. Every other tour that has most of their events have cuts and large fields. Then you're going they, to have they you're wouldn't. Have, that's you just you might don't even say guys, it because it wouldn't even make sense. Why would they? Why would you're it be going set to up have the same two different tours and it's set up different ways? Why would they get the same points and everything? Because that's how we're. They strength of field. Well, no, they don't. Not if the Asian tour gets less points than what the PGA tour. Then no, they're because not the all strength set up the of same. field is if if all the tour players, all the if you took a major field and put it on the Asian tour, they would get they would get the same world ranking points because they'd have the strength of field for it. Pro used to be a machinist, didn't you say that earlier? Yes. You ever have to calibrate your machines? mm Hmm. Probably pretty frequently, especially if it's running at high volume or precision, one of the two. Probably have to make sure the calibration is always on top. Okay. Well, they have to recalibrate what they do now because there's guys off of every tour that's left those tours. I mean, I don't know if all of them, but the major ones, definitely Europe. So they haven't denied them world ranking points yet. I'm not saying – settle down, Scott. Scott, settle down. Settle down, Scott. I'm not saying that they have or haven't. They've definitely the, the, all all you guys on the uh, that, that are in the fanboys of the PGA Tour, like you guys have been like saying, "Don't give it to them, fuck them." But they they haven't made a decision. I'm just saying that they're going to have to change some shit. I think that they should give them to them. They just have to significantly change it so that the live guys, because you could send Cam Smith over there at two in the world, it wouldn't. So you're saying you're played. saying they need to make less than the Asian tour. That's what you're about to say. No, I don't know but, how to do it. I'm not. That's way beyond my knowledge. 
I just saying that with 48 guys playing, if you took their rankings, their rankings would never change, ever. Well, he, well, Regardless of how they played, because the strength of field would be so high from having a half a dozen top 20 players that well, there would be enough points that it would never change their ranking. They're going to have to change the whole system play. because as, as of right now, like if their rules were in place, they literally you, just changed. You have to play four rounds to even have like a conversation. Would they change that? They literally just changed the world golf rankings like a week ago. No, I'm talking about – I mean, there's like a rule to get into to, – to even receive world golf rankings. Like one of the criteria is you have to have four rounds of competition. No, it's – it's uh, you have to have a cut in a majority of your events. Maybe uh, maybe I misunderstood. Maybe some that's of, what it was. Some, there of was the, some of the like mini tours that get world ranking points are only three rounds. But they have cuts. Amateur events that get amateur world golf rankings have to be fifty-four holes, and they have to have a cut. Well, that's that's kind of the whole point behind it, though. So that's what I mean. Like they're going to have to change things. Like there's going to be too many good players playing over there, to where you can't. You, you have to give them something. Would like you I said, you have, to, you have to figure out another another way to do it because the current system that applies to all the other tours where there's criteria to have to play well, you don't have to play well on live and you're just going to get, just accumulate all these points based on the other people that are in the field. But thinking like, ahead, or wouldn't you uh, say that, Chuka, whatever the, one of the samurai blood guys could finish last every week and end up in the top 50 in the world just because he exists that's not There's how it's going to be. Like, to me, that's like common up. sense. Yeah, that, that, that's that sound real. <laughs> like they're not going to – it's not going to be pound for pound the same as – it can't be because of obvious – like what you, the stuff you're saying is like like obvious as the sky is blue. Like, it, like obviously – That's what they're applying for. Which is why I said trying to compare it to what you know of what's going on right now is silly. But I don't know how – like, like you said, I don't know how same. you would do that. Right. How do you so – I'm sitting here screaming about – how do you quantify what it's worth? The goal of Live is to have like their, maybe their top 20, top 30 guys rival the PGA Tour's top 20, top 30 guys. Oh, for sure. Like it's it's they want it to be not like one's better than the other. Like they want it to be like equal strength of fields, but the top 50, maybe after the cut. Like, see, and that's the other thing we talked about. I, you know, it's too late to get into it now, but I look at the PGA Tour as a four-round tournament, but there's a two-round th – there's a 36-hole qualifier. Like, realistically, if you're going to make any money, you have to get through Thursday and Friday to make money. Live is a three-day, no, no qualifier. So th that's how I look at the two when you talk about the three and four rounds. But um, once you get to the money, the guys that are actually making money – the top 50, top 60, I mean, that's – I mean, are, are guys getting – let me ask you this, Proke. Are guys getting uh, world ranking points for missing the cut? No. Okay. So we're not talking about 48 versus 150 anyway. So get that off the table. We're talking about after the cut yes, on but a PGA you have Tour to, event. You have to get to the – you have to get to the 65 and ties to where live if, you if your plane lands – you automatically get it. You have to earn your way into one or the other one. It's if your plane lands. So, that, so that's a problem for them to work out. Course. So that's a problem for it. them to work out. Because like I said, the, the PG or the, the live wants it to be like equal as far as the strength of their rosters, at least in the top 20, top 30. They, they, I mean, eventually probably the top 48, like they want the 48 and 48 to be, to be pretty equal. Like that's the long-term goal here. And I think they're going to get there three or four years, but anyway, so we might have well, a, a, an interesting guest coming up. We're still working it out. A uh, friend of the program. So we'll see, uh, we'll see if that, uh, if that happens, if that happens, we'll, we'll have that out probably before the weekend. Otherwise, um, hopefully Finau will win because I need it. Um, 
I just need to get some money on the board. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see. How, I'll tell you what. The wart is is going. He's either giving us a chance or he's about to just go to the moon, and we're not going to be able to catch him. If one of them hits, besides the gala, it'd be hard to catch. But um, all right, cool. So uh, we'll uh, we'll catch up again in, uh, on Sunday. Yeah. All right, I hope I you feel better, Ort. I hope yeah. you finally get rid of this thing, dude. Yeah, I'll be ready have on a- Sunday. I was kind of just a warm body here tonight. <laughs> Go get yourself a popsicle, bro. All right. All right, guys. See y'all. <laughs> Later. You don't have to be a good golfer to be accepted in the group. What is the tallest mammal? It's either a giraffe or an elephant. I don't remember if a giraffe is a mammal. The new media is here to stay, and we're taking this thing over. You know why? Because people don't want to hear that old, dried up, tired stuff that you're talking about. Nobody want to hear that no more.